This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Honey and Drop. Weekly Wool News, more like, because, yeah, yeah. Jacob Wool was in the news yet again this Jesus. week. Uh, but rather than lead off with that, <laughs> it's important that we introduce new characters on this show from time to time. Yeah. We can't just be relying on, you know, the same stable of weirdos. Because he could be in jail soon, and then we won't have anything to cover. Right. And we are proud to introduce, for the first time ever on Weekly Weird News, Mr. Liu Shishao, a Chinese farmer living in the northern Hebei province, who has recently become quite popular outside of China. The source of this fame? Videos that he records of himself calmly drinking absurd amounts of alcohol very fast. Yes, it's quite impressive and very dangerous. Uh, recurring tropes in his videos, they include chugging large bottles of beer using a technique where he spins the bottle to create a sort of beer tornado that shoots it down his throat, uh, lighting shots of hard alcohol on fire, then setting his finger on fire and lighting a cigarette with it, and mixing beer, liquor, raw eggs, and other ingredients in a large mug and chugging it down. Uh, he does all of this in complete silence, not saying a word, though there is almost always background music, which is either way too lively or way too calm for what's playing over it. The, the type of Chinese pop music to properly play over what's happening here doesn't exist. Mm -mm. It's unfortunate. Yeah. And it's difficult to describe without, you know, just seeing his videos the way that they're released. But what makes this man so intriguing, so fascinating, is how he does all this in such a calm, nonchalant way. And he's obviously downing an absurd, some would say dangerous amount of booze very quickly. Uh, but he's also sort of taking his time, savoring the moment. Why wouldn't you? It's delicious. Right. Plenty of people out there can drink fast. They're a dime a dozen. But in terms of showmanship, Mr. Liu is in a class of his own. Mm -hmm. This man was born with a gift and a curse, which allows him to consume vast, dangerous quantities of alcohol, and he is sharing it with the world. Yeah. Videos of Liu's drinking stunts have been making the rounds on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram for at least the past year or so. But Liu himself was never the one posting these videos. All of those websites are blocked by China's Great Firewall. So China instead has their own social media sites that everyone uses, including Kuaishu? Sure. Uh, and that's where Liu uh, originally posted most of his videos. They were then screen captured by other people and re-uploaded elsewhere. And for a long time, Liu had no idea his drinking stunts were being watched on such an international scale. Back in late August, though, after one of his videos went particularly viral outside of China, he got himself one of those VPNs and logged into Twitter.com for the first time ever as user Hebei Pangzai, which roughly translates to the chubby guy from Hebei. Over the next few weeks, he uploaded a ton of his old drinking videos to Twitter, including what he says was his very first drinking video from three years ago, in which he downs seven glasses of beer in under a minute. This constant stream of content has done quite well, and in just six weeks, Liu has amassed a Twitter following of over 70,000 followers. The Chinese government's like, wait, that's illegal. <laughs> I do have questions. Yes. Uh, yeah, earlier this month, he posted a new drinking video with the caption, thank you very much for your love and support. I don't know English. I can only use translation software to read your comments. I'm an ordinary person in rural China. I'm very glad to meet you. I'll try my best to send some more wonderful videos later. I love you. <laughs> I love him too. <laughs> so pure. A few days later, he boasted, hello, my friends. First of all, thank you for making me know many foreign friends. This is something I never dreamed of. Thank you for your love and support. All the videos are within the scope of ability. Teenagers are not allowed to imitate. He's, you know, he had to put a, dis a disclaimer on there yeah. and he did it. It's, you got to respect that. 
Uh, this message was attached to a video in which he chugs a jar filled with two flasks of different hard alcohols, a glass of wine, a glass of some weird blue liqueur, uh, some beer, and a raw egg. You see this fucking crazy cool shit I'm doing right here? Don't try it at home. No kids. No. Adults only. <laughs> but you can do it but if you're an adult. But it's pretty fucking badass, isn't it? And if you're an adult, it is attainable. You can have the skills that I have. You can. You just have to drink a ridiculous amount of booze all the time. To the point where if you stopped drinking booze, you would go into shock and die, probably. Yes, you would get the delirium tremens <laughs> and be unable to control your nervous system. That's the thing. You never stop drinking. Yeah, that's the trick. Uh, anyways, a day later, he explained some of his methods over another drinking video, saying, Beer spinning is called Little Whirlwind, my own research. Adding eggs in the cup is called Deep Water Bomb. Feel free to transfer to my PayPal account if you would like to support my work. We got Patreons for alcoholism now. It's great. Fucking great. All right. And this week, Liu Shishao even did an interview with Deadspin where he pulled the curtain back a bit and gave some backstory on how he became such a social media sensation. Asked how he got the idea to start making videos, he said, Three years ago, when I was still running my restaurant, I started watching Kwai Shao, which had just come out then. I watched other people's drinking videos and thought, I can also drink a lot. I could do this too. So I started making videos for Kwai Shao. And slowly, I started to get more and more fans. He says that when he started drinking at age 18, he realized that he could drink more than other people and uh, that he never feels drunk after filming a video, just full. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He also says that the uh, various tricks seen in his videos are entirely self-taught through his own research and experimentation. Yeah, he's got his R&D lab ready to go. I didn't go to college to learn these drinking tricks. I did it on my own. I learned them from the school of hard drinks. Yeah. Uh, he also explained that, ironically, a lot of the videos he initially got famous for have since been deleted by Chinese censors and are now only available outside China and non-Chinese sites like Twitter. As for concerns about his health, Liu says, it's fine. Back when I was making those videos, I would go to the hospital pretty often to get checkups. They never found any big problems. People in China were worried about my health, too. I know it looks intense in my videos, but I don't do it that often. It's not a long-term problem. When I drink with my friends, I don't drink that much. Oh, good. Uh, he also says his wife fucking hates these videos, <laughs> and they used to get in a lot of fights. But he's since slowed down quite a bit with the whole filming thing. He's got a big enough back catalog now mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, good um, for him. Basically, everything he posts to Twitter is old content. But he very wisely spaces out his uploads over time like the natural-born social media maven that he is. Yeah, he's... he's Through experimentation. He was born with a gift of... Uh, drinking? Drinking and uh, posting. Yeah. He's he's a star. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we look forward to further content from Liu Shichao, the rare weekly weird news character who doesn't seem like a huge piece of shit. Mm. I mean, yes, you could argue that his videos demonstrate a very clear-cut case of severe alcoholism, uh, but compared to someone like uh, Shunice, the American YouTuber also known for chugging ungodly quantities of booze, among other nasty things, compared to him, Liu Shichao seems to have his shit together. Yeah. Comparatively. Seems and, like a uh, nice guy, too. Yeah. And when he puts salt his, to the earth, and when he puts his mind to something, he seems to excel at whatever it is, whether it's social media or drinking. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see what he focuses on next. Could it yeah. be painting, woodworking? He, he posted one video on Twitter. I want to see more of this. It was a video of him like in his yard, just breaking bricks with his hair. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, he can like, do anything. Fucking tight. Yes. He yeah. needs to be the next Bob Ross. Yeah. I would watch full painting videos of the him. The man's an inspiration. Right now, I mean, we do need positive cross-cultural dialogue between the U.S. and China, more than ever. Mm-hmm. This guy's uh, very much doing his part to bring both sides together. The problem is, the NBA this time has a reverse, the old reverse card. 
The NBA is going to call China and tell him to get rid of that guy because he's taking all the views away from the NBA. Yeah. Why are people going to watch competitive basketball when they can watch competitive drinking? That's a good point. It's good. Things are getting so complicated these days. Yeah. All right. Now, back to America. <laughs> we're, we're here for your weekly wall news now. First things first, Jacob Wall finally had his day in court this week in Riverside County to be arraigned on his felony charges for illegally selling securities several years ago. But it turns out our legal system is insanely slow. And the hearing consisted of just the court amending the specific charges against him and then scheduling a follow-up hearing for December 9th. So, for now, Jacob Wall remains a free man. And we can expect that he and Jack Berkman will continue holding press conferences in which they hire actors off of Craigslist who struggle to read scripts provided to them and accuse various politicians of sick, depraved, very specific sex things. And this past week was no different. At this point, you know the drill. We don't need to get too in-depth here because these weekly events on Jack Berkman's doorstep are all basically the same. Though this week they did mix things up a bit. Uh, For one thing, they initially pitched their latest press conference as featuring Nancy Pelosi's longtime drug dealer, who would be spilling the beans on the Speaker of the House's crippling drug addiction. Uh, But for whatever reason probably because they couldn't find an actor in time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They postponed the press conference multiple times. And then at the start of Monday's press conference, they they talked about Nancy Pelosi for about a minute, but without any drug dealer in sight. Mm -hmm. Then they quickly shifted gears to something new and unexpected. A twist. A bipartisan twist. Yeah. More weird sex accusations, but this time directed at Republican Senator Ted Cruz. Yeah. And once again, we got a pretty damn detailed look inside the depraved mind of Jacob Wall who will find a great career in writing romance novels from prison. Mm -hmm. Uh, He pretty clearly writes all of these testimonies with his dick in his hand and Kleenex nearby. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, some say it's art. I guess this is art at this point. You know. This is performance art. Yeah. Uh, Some woman calling herself Kay Feller got on the mic and claimed... Ted Cruz's lawyer had called her up and hired her to bang Ted Cruz. She said she was told that Ted Cruz can no longer get an erection for his wife without the use of a penis pump because he finds her body disgusting. So she went and had sex with Ted Cruz, despite him having what she describes as an ugly face and physique. Now she says Heidi Cruz, Ted Cruz's wife, uh, called her up and threatened her, but uh, undeterred, or rather as she pronounces it, undeterred. Uh, She continued seeing him and attended a masked swingers party with him. But Heidi Cruz tracked them down and showed up to that swingers party and dragged her naked husband completely out by the penis. And then she kicked him right in the balls. Wow. That's the story. That's crazy. And she's sticking to the script, even if she can't pronounce the words on it. Yeah. She was also wearing sunglasses and didn't use... Pretty sure she didn't use a real name. Uh, Also... uh, Berkman uh, called her by a different name uh, yeah. after she read the script. Yeah, and then when someone asked why she had sunglasses on, Jacob Wool's like, she has glaucoma. It's, it's pretty common. Why would you make fun of someone with glaucoma? Yeah, so while Wool and Berkman seem to be getting a bit lazier in their storytelling, the crowds that show up to these things continue to add new elements to their heckling mm-hmm. each time. Like last time, there was banjo playing and constant shouting. Uh, But this event featured the addition of multiple air horns going off every few seconds, like a Vic Burger video come to life, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as people just straight up throwing shit at the the people talking. You can't throw the stuff, though, because then they're not going to bring the donuts out for everybody. You can't... Don't turn them into projectiles or you won't get donuts. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, yes, that was Miley Annapolis sitting there. He was there. Not Jon Snow. 
Uh, yeah, he was just <laughs> sitting silently in that chair, mostly just looking at his phone. Uh, when asked during the Q&A why he was there, Berkman just replied, no comment. Uh, eventually, though, Milo did get on the mic and joked that his career is now tanked so badly that he's working as Jacob Wool's personal stylist. Uh, and then he just left the podium and went inside. Yeah. And honestly, joke or not, Milo being relegated to Wool Berkman's special guest status, it does, in fact, demonstrate just how remarkably low his star has fallen. This guy was on, like, major talk shows three years ago. Uh, the best was uh, the person who yelled out, Milo, what are you doing? Checking Twitter? Yeah. Because he was banned from the set. Yeah, he was. The rest of the Q&A was entirely just hecklers heckling, including one guy who shouted that he had a big scoop for Wallen Berkman. My brother is a former Marine. He told me he fucked your whore mother. <laughs> uh, and, and this thing was over in less than 16 minutes. Uh, also, local police showed up, apparently in response to a noise complaint from a neighbor. A very justified noise complaint. Yeah. You really got a feel for I, these neighbors. I'd say so. And uh, the cops, they were very confused by what they walked into. Uh, didn't really, didn't seem like they really wanted to know either. They're like, uh, we don't, we don't want to know at listen. all. Listen. Oh, it's political. Uh, has we, a crime been committed? Like a real, like a serious crime? Yeah. Because if not, we, we got gotta, other we, shit. We, yeah. uh, meanwhile, uh, either that neighbor who called in the noise complaint or just a angry. Could have been any of the neighbors. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, he confronted the hecklers and screamed at them about all the damn noise. It was a real public freakout moment, and also mostly understandable given how frequently this neighborhood turns into a complete fucking circus. In fact, it's shocking that it took this many press conferences before one of Jack Berkman's neighbors finally couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. He seemed, like, really, like, specifically angry at the crowds, though. And not And, and willing Berkman. to cut Berkman a break over it, and it's like... It was very, uh... <sighs> listen... This goes into the whole, if this is some kind of WWE-type entertainment... This person could have been a plant. This guy was too believable. He to was be very actor. believable as an actor. He's a very good actor if he was an actor. Yeah. But he seemed very against the idea of even consulting with Berkman and Wall, yeah. who were peering through the window yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. He was he was letting them off a bit too easy. I think you might be onto something. Thou do- doth protest not enough. All right, get out there and yell at them. Make it make them feel bad about all the the heckling. Yeah. Yes, good. Yeah, so as of when we're filming this, Berkman and Wool have not scheduled any press conferences for next week. Damn. Yet. So it does seem like they're slowing things down a bit, maybe, but there will almost certainly be another press conference, mm-hmm. probably pretty soon, and then another, and then another, and then another, until one or both of these guys end up in prison somehow. So. Yeah. They're, they're taking the method uh, that was set forth by the Chinese alcohol consumer. Yeah. They're taking it over from him saying, you know, if we flood the market with yeah. our entertainment, people aren't going to watch as much. Yeah. So, there you go. These guys understand social media. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's anyone's guess how long they can keep innovating and adding new layers to this mess. But somehow they haven't become boring enough yet to stop paying attention to. Yeah. I got to give them credit for that. Jacob yeah. Wall is, at this point, maybe running out of weird sex shit that he knows about. Yeah, that, that is a real concern. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, this, uh, this most recent one didn't really go into too much detail about the sex itself. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's just because Jacob's not gay and he didn't want to, you know, think too hard about yeah. Ted Cruz's disgusting body. But, uh, well, I look forward to when they uh, let everyone know that Tulsi Gabbard likes getting shit on. Then we have really reached the peak. I mean, there's still over a year before this fucking election, so... 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on, here's some interesting news. We all remember how former uh, Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge has, for the last few years, devoted his life mainly to UFO research through his company, To The Stars Academy. And for him, this isn't just, you know, a fun little side project. To The Stars has actually released multiple videos taken from military aircraft that show what appear to be unidentified flying objects. And they've played a huge part in the renewed interest in UFOs these past few years. And it's getting harder to laugh at what they do because this week it was announced that To The Stars Academy has entered into an official research agreement with the U.S. Army. So yeah, this deal is specifically what's known as a CRADA, a Cooperative Research and Development Agreement. Under this type of deal, no money changes hands, but Army researchers will be working side-by-side with To The Stars personnel to assess whether they've got anything that might be useful to them. Because you see, Tom DeLonge and his people have been claiming for a while now to be in possession of what they say are extraterrestrial meta-materials that basically defy the known laws of physics, which it sounds like bullshit. But, but they've been right a lot. <laughs> they've been right a lot. I mean, the, and the fact that the military is even bothering to take a look here much less officially, it lends a lot of credibility to these claims. You know what? I'll say it. Matt Skiba's an alien. The guy that replaced him from Alkaline Tree, I believe yeah. it is, that man's an alien, and this whole fucking thing is to prove that. Yeah. Give me my spot back. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, official document for the agreement even has the Army straight up saying... To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science is a company with material and technology innovations that offer capability advancements for Army ground vehicles. These technology innovations have been acquired, designed, and produced by the collaborator, leveraging advancements in metamaterials and quantum physics to push performance gains. Holy fuck! There's parts of this timeline we're living in where you're like, what? Like, like what the fuck in a bad way? Yeah. And then there's parts where you're like, you couldn't write this. Yeah. Like, that the, the, the singer and guitarist of Blink-182... Uh, is in possession of metamaterials, and he's working alongside the U.S. Army yeah. to help further develop technology is absurd. It's absurd. Yeah, you couldn't make this up. But at least it's kind of a fun one. I, but I, it's the Army. Who knows what they're going to fucking do yeah, with I technology? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, whatever, it's fun now. whatever comes out of this, we may never know. But anyways, they're not saying to the stars may have what they claim. They just say they have it, and the military wants to try it out for themselves. Yeah, if there were any, like, question marks here, they would have used different language, probably. It's, uh, it <laughs> is strange. It's, uh, I love it. I've, right now, I love it, depending on how the technology is used, if it even exists. Um, this is all hypotheticals. But as of right now, the fact that the, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Just because Tom DeLonge is involved. <laughs> Wow. How are you? They also say, quote, the government is interested in a variety of the collaborators' technologies, such as, but not limited to, inertial mass reduction, mechanical slash structural metamaterials, electromagnetic metamaterial waveguides, quantum physics, quantum communications, and beamed energy propulsion. I just imagine Tom DeLonge sitting in a floating chair uh, with a badge on it that says, the collaborator. Yeah. Elsewhere, they write this. If the government can verify material solutions, claims by the collaborator, then significant advancements can be made in the capabilities of Army ground vehicle platforms in terms of security, force protection, and weight reduction. They're taking this more seriously than I would have guessed otherwise. Uh, <laughs> not that he, at this point, has a choice, nor did he maybe ever have a choice, but I do got put a little hate on Tom DeLong for working with the Army. 
Yeah, it's a bit of a sellout move, but I mean, Th- there's no way though that like it, the if, army, this, is, if yeah, this is real, they would have never let him yeah, yeah. get anywhere else. Hey, do you want to work with us? If you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, we just wanted to give you the opportunity yeah. to give us the meta materials if you wanted to. Yeah, only yeah, if you, you can say to. no. They knocked on you the know, door. You know who else said no recently? Huh. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Shame what happened to him. Knock, knock. Hey, Tom, how are you? We'd like your <laughs> metaphysics inside of our tanks. Yeah, the, the, and these materials, like, previously people have been like, oh, they're new elements. That's not, it's, uh, from what I can tell, they're basically, like, metals like that are layered, mm-hmm. like, one micron thick, like, multiple different types of metal. Yeah. Oh. Um, but in a way that, like, there doesn't seem to be any way this could have been done here by with our existing technology. And they claim that when you uh, you put some, some sort of, like, fucking wave through it, it does weird shit. I don't know. I just want him to explain it. Yeah. In his voice. On camera. Has he been doing interviews? I haven't seen Tom DeLonge in a while. Uh, not like a He has like a show on History Channel. Does he? Yeah. It's about UFOs. So. I mean, I'd take that a little more seriously than the ancient aliens guy. Yeah. (laughs) Modern aliens with Tom DeLonge. So, yeah, it would appear that the U.S. military has teamed up with Blink-182's Tom DeLonge to study supposedly alien technology. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe, maybe give it to our troops. There are still a ton of reasons to be skeptical about all this. Uh, but this sure isn't nothing. Even if it does involve a guy who once released an album titled "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," mm-hmm. you know, we all we all did stuff in our youth that uh, you know was kind of juvenile. Yeah, you grow up and, and then you, uh, you solve dig problems. up some alien yeah. alloys and you sell it to the U.S. government. And again, it's the the one reason why I'm like this is like kind of actually fucking crazy is because the military was actually upset that he released that footage showing yeah. uh, it was like a fighter jet off the coast of what, San Diego? Uh, there were a few. Like, uh, there was a couple on the East Coast. Oh. There, I think there was three total videos. Like They've all been like debunked or at least there's like plausible explanations for them. But also it's like I don't know. These pilots who you would assume know what they're doing up there. They were flabbergasted. They, they all, in all these videos, they were yeah. fucking freaked out. I want you to believe in aliens, you'll see. <laughs> I left the meta particles by the stairs. The army let me know he cares. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll stop. Before we get into the headlines part of the show, it's time for a word from this week's sponsor, starting with Honey. Uh, you ever buy something online and then find out that you could have got it for less? It's worse than having a Jack Berkman press conference next door while you're trying to take a nap. Luckily, there's Honey, a free browser extension that saves you money everywhere you shop online. Honey scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts, then, like magic, it automatically applies the one with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout. It knows about every coupon code, sale, or discount at over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Macy's, J. Crew, Domino's, Sephora, Target, and more. Yeah, just shop like normal, and Honey finds you savings, and believe us, feels amazing. Mm. Like, like gliding scissors through wrapping paper. Or sleeping. You'll I mean, be surprised. Without Jack Berkman next door. Yeah. You'll be surprised at how much money you end up saving. Mm-hmm. I recently got some stuff from my dogs on Amazon, and uh, wouldn't you know it, savings that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yes. It happens all the time for me. It's mm-hmm. great. Honey's 10 million users have saved collectively 
over a billion dollars shopping online. There's no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use. It installs on your computer in just two clicks, and it'll save you money so you can treat yourself to something nice. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That's joinhoney.com weird. And this episode is also sponsored by Drop, formerly known as Mass Drop, and they send us the PC37X gaming headset. It's a collaboration between them and Sennheiser. And this headset is great for gaming, and in our case, doing lots of internet research and video editing. They are very comfortable, thanks to the open back design that keeps things from getting sweaty, and the soft ear pads ensure that they fit snugly on your head. When you're sitting at the computer for hours, you want comfort, and these have it. Most importantly, the audio is great. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And Sennheiser's been making high-quality audio products for over 80 years. When you're in-game, you can hear exactly where those footsteps are coming from. No one's going to get the jump on you. Uh, The microphone quality is also shockingly good. Here's a quick sample that uh, Elliot recorded through the mic. Oh, hey, it's me at home, testing out that microphone for your ears. So if you're in the market for a new set of gaming cans, we highly recommend the PC37X by Drop and Sennheiser. It's got over 10,000 purchases on Drop and loads of five-star reviews like the ones you're seeing on screen right now. Head over to the link down in the description and get $20 off your purchase of the PC37X. Again, if you're in the market for a great set of headphones, order the Mass Drop X Sennheiser PC37X by clicking the link down in the description. And now, let's move on to some fun, weird headlines yes. from the past week. And this uh, this first one's a, a doozy that I had to keep looking at again to find out what the weirdest part of it all was. Yeah, it's got layers. Yeah. Florida inmate charged with feeding iguanas to alligator at jail zoo. Which part do you want to take first? Um, the fact that someone was arrested and sent to prison in Florida? Well, an inmate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Florida does send people to prison. They have a jail zoo. So this jail is in the Keys. It's a fun jail. Yeah. Well, the sheriff's department in whatever county this is in the Keys, uh, they run a zoo. It's more of like a petting zoo. Okay. um, Yeah, it started off as just like an animal sanctuary. Why do they have an alligator then? They uh, pet the alligators. They got a a random selection of animals for Mm -hmm. all the kids to see. But the zoo is staffed by inmates at the nearby jail. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Probably got arrested for drinking a few too many margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of these inmates um, threw an iguana into the the alligator pen uh, more than once, apparently. Yeah. And the other, he was snitched on by another inmate who was fucking pissed because he liked that iguana. Oh, man. But also, iguanas are an invasive species in Florida. Yeah, they're, they've, they've really blown up in numbers, so it's not that weird to see people just uh, eradicating them. Yeah. Um, but the other question I have, first of all, this is the man who stole the last shaker of salt. That's why he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, if it's in the Keys, that as fu- listen, I only grew up there, but as far as I know... Alligators aren't, they don't exist in the Keys. I don't Those believe are so. islands. I believe it was brought there for zoo purposes. Yes. Uh, now, the iguanas, they could be overrunning one of these small islands. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it just sounds like the perfect combination of chaos. And this person just happened to be the lightning rod of, uh, of this whole story. It, yeah. ha- it was bound to happen, and this inmate is the one that did it. In a lot of ways, the Florida Keys are the Florida of Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Florida man couldn't let it go. Arrested after having sex with stuffed frozen Olaf doll at Target. If he had just done in the privacy of his own home. Now nah, this man, he, he walked into the Target, knew exactly where he was going. Made a beeline it out for the toy section. And fucking 
fucked this Olaf doll to completion when he was around. Why'd they let him, <laughs> com- why'd they let him complete? I don't know. And then, and then, but, oh, oh, I'm going to complete. Even after, even after nutting, he, he moved on to another toy and then the police finally showed up. But like, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Two's a crowd. The, the article is so funny. Like they, like, they quote it. It's just like, he admitted to nutting. He's like, yeah, I nutted. Yeah, I nutted in it. This is a fucking local news uh, report referencing nutting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he nutted into the Olaf. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, it's just a thing I do. I should How many times it. have you done it? Because kids are buying these from the store. Well, they're not buying these ones, thankfully. Well, these specific ones. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, they had cum on them. Yeah, in, in them, I would assume. Yeah. They said he was, like, dry humping it. I don't think he was, like, penetrating it. Oh. But, uh, hmm. I don't it's know. It's a very strange fetish, but if that's your fetish, just it's take it home. Buy it. Pay for it and take it home. Yeah, how much could that Frozen doll really cost? I mean, I know Disney, they like to nickel and dime you with the merch, but. Yeah. He fucked Disney for once. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. It's got to be cheaper than, like, getting bailed out of jail for. Yeah, and, and, uh, and numerous sex sexual crime. offenses. <laughs> yeah. And basically theft because the doll's useless now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah theft of innocence. Yeah. Hitman hires Hitman who hires Hitman who hires Hitman who hires Hitman who tells police. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. That's what is, which is apparently an actual sentence and so is this. Supposedly. It's yeah. a lot to follow. A lot this, of red string. This is like, uh, this is the ultimate in subcontracting. And this happened in China, of course. So did they work them their way all the way back to the initial one? Yeah. Oh, good. Like the ori- that's the, a fine detective work. And the original hitman, like he was going to get paid like quarter million dollars worth. The last guy, it was like they're like subcontracting. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, each one was like, ah, I don't want to do it. Then like the last guy, we was offered so little money that it was like not worth his time to do it. So he actually just went to the guy who was, you know, targeted for the kill, and he's like, look, look, you should just fake your death. We can all make a lot. We of can money. all get paid. <laughs> Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah, then the guy went to the cops, and they uh, they sentenced each, each one, depending on where they were on the chain, their sentence That's like, good. I like it. So, like, the guy at the top, he had the highest sentence. Yeah. And then, like, each chain below was, like, a couple months taken off. Very cool. So, you know, pretty fair justice, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. But all their sentences are also, like, three years in jail. Which is, like, shocking. You think China, you're like, oh, they're probably going to put these guys away for life. Like, nah, you know. It's well, they kind of, they technically didn't do anything. They yeah. just talked about it. <laughs> Plus, it's a Chinese prison, so yeah. not, not not exactly a Key place. West prison. No, which is just a sandals resort. Yeah, where you can never leave your room. I don't think they have any alligators in Unless the Chinese it's prison. Feeding time. Back to America, though. Ohio McDonald's customer hit in face with blender thrown by employee after order dispute. Uh, McDonald's has blenders. I guess for like coffee for, uh, and milkshakes. And what do they mixing? call those? Uh, McFlurries. I guess. Well, yeah. This customer. Ice cream machine. Broke! <laughs> this customer was pretty rightfully pissed off. They got the wrong order. They came back in. They had to wait like 20 minutes. But they started throwing their incorrect order at the staff. Oh, yeah. You and, can't do that. Uh, you know, they they threw something back. It just happened to be a 20-pound blender that hit this person directly in the face and broke their uh, their face bones. Oh. Well. But, um, yeah. The lady, the lady who got hit with the blender in the, in the article, she's like, all I wanted was a Happy Meal. But... Today turned out to be pretty unhappy. <laughs> There's definitely like a producer like standing yeah. next to her like on the things. Like, can, the we, can, we, uh, can we try that one again? Punch this one up. Yeah. Punch? What'd you say? Fight starts fighting the camera crew. Uh, gets a camera thrown at her. I mean, uh, yeah. So if you're in Ohio, 
you know, just, 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 just tread lightly at the local McDonald's. Yeah. These they people, don't take shit. These people nobody. are tired of your shit. And they <laughs> will throw a blender at your fucking head. Yeah. Stalker studied reflection from photos of pop star's pupils to find out where she lived. Horrifying. This is a Japanese stalker. They're like on a whole, whole another level. Yeah, a whole different level of stalking. Of, uh, yeah. Like, uh, these cameras are real good. And uh, this guy is his favorite Japanese pop idol. He would look at her pictures and zoom in on the her eyes, mm-hmm. find the reflections, and then go on like fucking Google Maps, just street by street in uh, wherever she lived. Yeah. Until he found exactly where he lived, and then he showed up and like uh, beat her up a bit. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, that is a horrific cherry on top of a already unsettling. Yeah. No, he like actually ended up like assaulting yeah. this person. Like it doesn't sound like it was a serious like case of battery but uh yeah he did find her and uh, uh i'm sure it uh, gave her a little uh ptsd over the whole oh, thing I, I would imagine very sure yeah yes so uh yeah don't take pictures of your eyes yeah there you go brewery boss shuts down brand new pub after hearing customers swearing is it that uh jesus loves beer gaming or whatever company <laughs> absolutely no. not not at this brewery. I haven't seen those guys. Kids come here. That's the problem with breweries nowadays anyway. They all allow kids. It's so dumb. This is a super old brewery. This is Samuel Smith's in the UK. Wow. Been around for like almost So why are they years. pissed about people swearing? I don't know. Like the, it's. It's, it, we're shutting it down. The, the guy who owns it, he's like sixth generation or whatever. I guess he just really doesn't like profanity. He, he wants pubs to be like how they used to be. A reputable establishment where people are polite. And, uh, yeah. you know, clean-mouthed. But, yeah, he showed up to this brand-new pub, heard some swears, and he's like, all right, we're shutting it down. And the people who, like, the landlord and all the staff are like, what the fuck? We just started working here. <laughs> uh, that, that's another swear. I'm shutting down another pub. You're double shut down. You have been fined one credit for yeah. the verbal moralities. It's uh, it's good beer, but this, this uh, it sounds like the company is run by some strange people. Very strange. You're making a product that gets people intoxicated. They're Not real, exactly. Their mouths might get a little looser than they usually are. Yeah. Plus, he probably didn't even say the full F word. It's probably like fecking or fucking. No, he probably said like cunt, that. but cunt's not like even a swear word over yeah. there for them. Yeah. They, uh, the people, they, 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 they use the word cunt like I use toilet paper. Yeah, Peppa Pig says cunt all the time. Actually, I don't use a lot of toilet paper. I got that bidet. Yeah. Very nice. One sheet. Yeah. Done. So they use cunt like I drink water. Yeah. Which is a lot. You should. Police in East Tennessee warn churches of man who engages in debate disrupts services. <laughs> debate me. <laughs> he literally does it, though. Like, and I, I thought at first I, I pictured this guy being like an Internet atheist. Yep. And I'm like, that's great because, like, you know, you're actually taking it to its logical extreme. Of, yep. like, actually going into churches and yelling at services in session. But, yep. uh, no, it sounds like he's like his own form of, like, crazy. He's got his own religion yep. happening. And he goes around being like. This is bullshit. All the things you're saying are lies. Here's the truth. Jesus actually came here to to East Tennessee uh, after he died, mm-hmm. and uh, he made me his grandson, and I actually know all the answers. Yeah. That's why you're wrong. I do Debate. like that the, uh, that the police are just warning the churches about this. Instead yeah, because like they're like, he's not breaking the law. Yeah. No crimes are being Your committed. doors are open to the public just and he wants to have know. a conversation. If you see this guy, he's going to want to debate you. It's, yeah. it's really not worth your time. Just saying. Debate. <laughs> and final headline, teen breaks into German prison in bid to win back jailed ex. Well, young, it, young love. It'll did it that. work? Uh, they didn't say. Uh, sounds like... Well, uh, now they'll be in jail together. Maybe mm, they can work it out. Well, the girlfriend was in a girl's jail. Oh. Boyfriend probably gets sent to a boy's jail. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah. Unless. Imagine getting dumped by a prisoner. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. Mm, I don't know. There's a lot of like Stockholm Syndrome relationships. Yeah, that's true. So that is it's true. probably not that rare, but uh, I, I hope you got her back, though. Yeah, I hope it has a very happy end. Clearly, she meant a lot to him if he was willing to uh, climb over barbed wire and, and try to look past, try the, to break into a girl's prison. The look past the various crimes that she definitely committed if she's in a female prison in Germany. Yeah. So, well, anyways. Um, that's it for today's episode. Please be sure to check out the most recent episode of News Dump, where Fallout 76, uh, we go even further into how dumb that subscription is because... Real mess. Turns out everything's broken, too, in addition to it costing a lot of money. Uh, and, uh, also check out a, a new episode of, uh, what, the Tech News Day. Let's, yeah. Rats are driving cars, damn it. Yep, it's great. If it couldn't get any weirder out there, it just did. Rats um, are driving cars. Uh, Tom DeLong's about to pick me up in a spaceship, so uh, I-, I have to head out. Beam me up, Tom. Where are you, Tom? <laughs>